We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. Uh, gosh, I might be all over the place here for a second. I'm taking my kid to college tomorrow. It's blowing my mind. And I'm a little uh, discombobulated in my brain. But uh, Laura and I are up to quite a bit these days. Um, we've got this workshop coming up for the Gottman Institute in October. That's at uh, gottman.com mtr. If you're interested in joining us for the art and science of love, go check that out. We also each have our own uh, sort of mini projects that we're launching. Laura is launching another round of the Epic Wives Experiment, which you can check out at laurasexperiment.com. It's also available on our homepage, marriagetherapyradio.com. Um, and I just clicked a button on a project I've been working for since the before times, since before the COVID. It's called Your Marriage Masterclass. You can find that at marriagemasterclass.co. Love to hear what you think about that. But for now, we are talking about a handful of things. I think we're probably all over the place, just like my brain currently is. But as always, it's a very cool conversation. Stick around. So I have a couple of things that I want to say. Okay. I'm all ears. First of all. Yes. I want to talk about social media just for a second because, and I want to make a confession. It's, it's really hard. People, people, they, they interact with you and you're supposed to interact with them back and that's hard. And I just want you to know that I see you people that you're interacting with me and I'm, and I love you. But I also want to say, I forgive all of my Peloton instructors who never wrote me back. Because <laughs> you're on the other side of it now. You I understand. release you now. I release you and now. They, from they are to actually writing. really well liked. I mean, you're partially liked, and look at how hard it is for you I to just respond think, back to your. I. This is what fans. I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. really hard for me to respond to all the things that I get, and I get like, I don't know, three a week uh-huh. or so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, and you know what else happened to my Peloton people is. They're all getting blue checks now. There were some of them that didn't have blue checks. And I was like, I'm sure I can get these people. But now they're getting more famous. So I just want to say, I'm still mad at Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Because I think Ryan Reynolds owes, owes me mm-hmm. a response. But I released the Peloton people and I forgive you and you no longer need to feel obligated to reply to me. But if just you want to, you yeah. he would, Zach would love it. Okay. Well, thanks. I, I have not been on social media at all. I'm really glad that you're owning this. It's, I know it's been important for me not to be on social media. So I am not, although you invited me to something the other day. uh, I did club or something. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, so we've been doing this book club. You showed up one time for the book club. So we have the book club that we're doing. I was just checking on you. Yeah. Just making sure that I had everything figured out. Uh, the book club is with the, the other certified Gottman therapist. We just finished actually a book that I would love to have an interview. Um, for those of you who are, let's just say maybe you feel overwhelmed uh, with the distribution of chores, distribution of household tasks, distribution of just, you know, feeling maybe overwhelmed or maybe you're like, man, I don't think I'm pulling my weight around here. There seems to be some sort of like inequity. Um, we read the book called Fair Play. And it was 
overwhelming. All of the certified Gottman therapists loved it. They have uh, recommended it to other people. I will tell you that the one piece of feedback that we got is it women love it because it is very female friendly. Um, when it comes mm. to heterosexual relationships, women feel as, as you should be, they feel very, uh, validated by what fair play has to say when it comes to the distribution of workload on the female shoulders. Uh, I have had men read it and they're like, and I had to preface with, it's going to be hard to read because you're, mm. you're going to probably feel like she's throwing you under the bus but you cannot refute the research. I mean, it might not be the okay. case necessarily in your relationship, but the vast majority of relationships, there's an inequity. Um, anyway, so fair play was the book we discussed in the book group. It was really great. We're now moving on to the language of emotion. Um, Zach and I tried to do a book club with, with our listeners and it, and it was great with, with you, li yeah. dear listener. Um, with it was you, fine, dear but I listener. think it was too expensive. It was not too expensive. It was $5. It was five dollars. <laughs> we just we just needed a buy-in. I think what ended up happening was um we just had too much going on in our lives, to be honest. And um and it was sure. hard. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, um, so wait, two things. Mm -hmm. Um uh Ask me. How was your backpacking trip? Thank you for asking. So I wrote a song about a backpack. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I know this song, but I would love to hear it. Go for it. Go. It goes like this. I wrote this song. Okay. Backpack, 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 backpack. I'm your backpack loaded up with things and knickknacks too. Anything that you might need, I've got inside for you. Backpack, backpack. 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 I've heard that song hey, before. And it, when you, I'm almost, if I asked you, you if I asked you, <laughs> this is podcast. what cracks me up about okay. that song. All right. If I said, hey, Laura. Yeah. How was your backpack trip? And you said, it was good. I want to tell you about it. I go, cool. And then I said, what did you have in your backpack? And you said, things and knickknacks too. <laughs> uh, we crack ourselves up. Listeners, I hope you enjoy. Things. And what's in your backpack? Things, things and knickknacks too. knickknacks too. I had about four okay, okay. How was your backpack pounds. It was really great. I don't know if you have ever. Yeah, you backpack. You do that. It was five days. It was a loop. And I've no? never done that. Oh, it was yeah. a loop. We had, um, it was supposed to be, I think, 61 miles and somehow we clocked 68. I'm not really sure how that happened, but ooh. you got lost. We went off trail a little bit. <laughs> we could see yeah. the trail, but we went off trail a little bit. Um, yeah. So it was a 68 mile, 13,000 feet of elevation gain over those 68 miles. We did it in five days. The first day, I think, uh, we got rained out. And so we only covered nine miles and then we had to set up camp, hide in the tent while we got rained out, which meant that other days we had to cover 16, 17 miles. And that was hard work, but I discovered a lot about myself. I told you that, uh, okay. or maybe I didn't tell you, I told my husband that I was like preparing a podcast in my mind of all the things that I had learned, but I learned I'm a really Is that great, what we're doing today. Nope. I just learned oh. I was a really great camper. Um, and I think attitude has everything to do with it. When you're in an environment where you cannot change your situation, like there's nothing you can do. Are you like you a are, really good camper, like literally a good camper? Or are you like, I'm a good camper, like a buck up camper kind I'm of. I'm a buck up camper. I was, when oh. times got tough, I just started chit chatting with people, our two other friends that we were with and, you know, talking about anything and everything under the sun, all the things that, I enjoy. So I talked about sex and I talked about food and I mm. talked about, 
future travel plans. And it was all just to keep people's minds off of the hard, off of the suck that was we were experiencing because it was a suck. I mean, there were times where we were really hustling and, and out of breath and sore and tired. But yeah, I think energy had everything to do with it. And just recognizing there wasn't a lot that I could do to change my environment or my surroundings or the situation. But what I could change was my energy, my momentum, my internal showing up. And that's what I did. And I was really proud of myself. And I don't know if I want to do another five day backpacking trip. I hit day three Mm. and was like, cool, I'm good. But I still had to go a couple more days. That's all I had to say about that. But I loved it. I applaud your, I applaud your endurance on the trail and I applaud your ability to talk to people. I have to do that twice in the next week. And I'm really nervous about it. What? Do what? Talk to people. You mean like clients? You have clients? Like tonight I'm going to a party. Oh yeah. You have to be an extrovert today. And I have to like talk to people. Mm -hmm. And then next week we're taking Abby to school and we're having dinner with her new roommate's parents. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's going to be hard because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, so do you want to talk about sex? Yeah. Do you want to talk about food? Do you want to talk about travel? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I got to practice. I'm going to practice. People love to talk about themselves. Just ask a lot of questions. Just pretend like you're in the therapy room and not getting paid, <laughs> but instead picking up the check for them at dinner. Right on. You know that Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, and that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, trauma, grief, relationships, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor. With the ability to communicate when and how you want, whether it be messaging, through the phone, or video conferencing. The matching process is quick but thorough. Look, I know that a lot of therapists are booked out and difficult to get into, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you are supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com MTR. So it's trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P.com forward slash M-T-R, and you receive a special discount as a Marriage Therapy Radio listener. What's on your mind? There is something that I do really want to talk about. I just got out of session and... um, Already today? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've been busy. Uh, yeah, my first session started at 8 a.m. I love those morning sessions. I'm all hopped up on caffeine and like really ready to listen, (laughs) give expensive advice. Um, so that's what I should tell people I do. I give expensive advice. I, I, it doesn't work. Tagline? Uh, at least not with teenage girls. Cause I'm like, Mary, people care about what I think. That's right. They listen to me. They pay me money to hear my opinions. Mm -hmm. You should listen to me. And Mm -hmm. she's like, no. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So here's the story. I, I've mentioned this before. I, I love this podcaster. I, she's, she just does it for me. Um, her name's Shalene Johnson. If you resonate with sort of my style, my personality, things I care about, I think you would resonate with Shalene Johnson. It's C H A L E N E. Um, anyway, 
here's the deal. Shaleen developed, uh, is it beach body? She developed this workout program, sold it. She has a pile of money. She is an orange County hot mom. I've told you about her before, but the reason why this resonates for me is that recently her father-in-law, so her husband's father, um, He's, he's struggling with Alzheimer's. I don't know what year he's in, but he's at a certain stage where he's very confused and he could no longer, basically he's still married, but his diagnosis has impacted his wife in such a way that it's like, you have to make a decision to either split them up and put them in two separate places or the two of them slowly die this slow death together. And so, um, they decided that they were going to take her father, her husband's name is Brett, Brett's father-in-law under their roof and care for him. But before they did it, okay, are you tracking? Are you following? Uh, is it her father-in-law or Brett's father-in-law? Oh, excuse me. Her father-in-law. It's Brett's father. Got See, it. he's a famous, famous football coach. Brett played football as well. Um, so Brett Johnson is quarterback. Anyway, uh, so anyway, before they did this, this is where I'm, I'm linking this to our listeners. I'm linking this to you. Before they decided to make this major life transition, they sat down as a couple and they said, let's set up some ga- uh, ground rules. We are willing to do this major thing of bringing Brett's father under the roof and care for a man, another man, a grown person with Alzheimer's, as long as it doesn't impact our mental health and well-being, our physical health and well-being. Uh, our marriage in any sort of a negative way. And they sat, they set up these ground rules and it turns out, I mean, I've kind of been watching this journey with Shalene and, and Brett and, and the father-in-law that uh, Brett ended up having like quite a bit of actual physical health. He's had some like neurological issues going on that's impacted his ability to walk weird stuff. And so they reevaluated. And so the father-in-law after, I want to say maybe six months, um, is now in a care facility and being cared for outside of their home. But the thing that I really appreciate about it and what I want to talk about is that conversation that they had prior to bringing Brett's father into the home Mm. is so important. And I, I really wanted to talk about all the different life decisions that we make almost like unconsciously or snap decisions, or we just sort of like maybe we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, gosh, we, I had another client recently where they just sort of have this unofficially adopted child enter into their life, a 14 year old child. And I was like, holy shit, how do you come to that conclusion? I mean, I feel like, yes, we make these decisions, but I am a firm believer in establishing the baseline of what is it that we're trying to accomplish and how are we going to know when this decision was not a good decision in the first place and when we need to pivot. And so I really appreciate Shalene and her husband being very clear about here is the baseline. And this is, if it starts to impact our relationship, our physical and mental well-being, then we need to reevaluate and find another solution. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today is the different life okay. decisions that we make and what that baseline might look like. 
Okay. This is the part where you talk and you offer some thoughts. <laughs> well, okay. I'll confess that I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. I have been having interesting conversations about, I mean, with clients for some reason, you know, things just kind of come in waves. Yep. Whatever. Um, a lot of in-law conversations. Mm-hmm. Something that you said actually blew my mind a little bit oh. in this way. Okay. They want to bring, they, they said, we're going to bring in this person who has Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and that's going to be okay. As long as it doesn't affect our mental health, our physical health or our marriage. Yeah. And I was like, that's not going to go well because that's, that's really, really hard. That's like, try to protect all three of those things mm-hmm. is hard on, on an average day. Right. And then to add something that's truly traumatic, right? The, the mental decline of an aging parent is mm-hmm. truly traumatic. Um, but I do think there, that you're right. There is something about saying, if we're going to do something, let's at least prepare ourselves to do this. Like you wouldn't go on a backpacking trip without, you know, really training your body and making sure that you had everything you needed. Yeah. The, the Doing some the research, putting some too. knickknacks too in my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so I do think that there is something about setting yourself up for success. And mm-hmm. this is, um, this is really, I, I think I have this conversation a lot with regard to major life transitions, but also with things like, I mean, well, frankly, like a backpacking trip or a vacation, you know, how are we going to measure whether or not this thing is successful? And sometimes that measure is less about, um, you know, did we have fun or did we even care effectively for this human being mm-hmm. and more about, did this experience draw us closer? Did this experience give us a, a, a grounds for more intimacy, more connection, yeah. more trust, you know, more commitment. And I do think that that is a worthy conversation that ought to be had and can be had in a lot of different contexts. So if that's what we're talking about, yeah, let's do that. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, I think that it's any context. I mean, I had, geez, a couple recently and they, they're dealing with getting married and trying to figure out where they're going to honeymoon. And here we are with this Delta variant, like for a while people thought, Oh gosh, things are opening up. This is amazing. And so they start planning their wedding they start planning their honeymoon. And then now they're having to back off of all these plans. Um, and that's a, that's a decision that they came to together as a couple. And I, that's really what I'm trying to figure out is with these decisions that you make as a couple, especially some of the bigger ones. And I'm imagining things. I I talked a little bit about this idea that Ryan and I had had a while ago about my husband taking a sabbatical and sort Mm -hmm. of flip-flopping the roles in the household. Maybe Mm -hmm. I, did I talk about that on the podcast? We talked about it briefly. Yeah. Yeah. um, Of me taking on more clients and being the breadwinner and um, having to, you know, figure out insurance and all of that stuff as a business owner. Um, And that was a big decision. And it's like, if we entered into that decision of him taking a sabbatical, it would have been what's the benchmark? What are we trying to achieve? How are we going to know when it's time to reevaluate? And, um, it might be if I start to notice my own mental health, like if I start to get really overwhelmed, I've never been in that position of being the breadwinner. I have no idea what that feels like to have that weight on my shoulders. We can anticipate what it might be like, but there needs to be a time where I need to be able to wave the white flag and say, Hey, this is not going well. I need to be able to have an out. And, um, you know, somebody else 
there's times in your life where you push, where maybe you're building your practice or you're building a home or you're wanting to start a business. We've talked about wanting to start like an F45. And as we start to evaluate that, it's like, well, how long is the push going to need to be for? And if there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay, the push is going to be for a year. It's going to be all hands on deck, money out the door, time and resources out the door. But at the end of that year, that's when we know we're going to be able to refocus and sort of rein in that energy in a different way. And if we get to the year and a half mark, that's where I need to have that conversation of this is not what we had talked about. This is not what we expected. And it's starting to impact parts of our life that we didn't agree it was going to impact. That's where we need Mm. to have that conversation. It's the expectation that I'm really talking about and being on the same page. Right on. I think uh, some questions that come up for me in this, particularly if I'm thinking about how to have this conversation with client, like clients came into me and they said, Hey, we're thinking about starting a business. We're thinking about doing something pretty radical, but there are some things that we really want to protect. I'm like, that sounds great. That's a really good idea. Um, How do you know if you're doing it? Like if you said, if you said, let's go back to this other couple, we want to make sure that it doesn't affect our mental health our physical health or marriage. What are you, what are we measuring? Like, what is it? What are you measuring when you're talking about mental health? Mm-hmm. What are you measuring when you're talking about our marriage? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think that's a thing that needs, that can also be confusing. I, and maybe this is another place that, that this topic is hitting me right now, because I think, again, words matter. And people will say things like, um, we just really want to, we're, we're committed to working hard on our marriage. I'm like, great. What's that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Like, cause again, if you told me we're committed to, you know, going on a sabbatical for a year where Ryan doesn't have to work. Well, that means we have to have X in the bank by December 31st, mm-hmm. 2021. Mm-hmm. And so we're working on that. And I'm actually going crazy for the next four months to mm-hmm. just pad, 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 pad. Like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that thing exists very clearly for couples who are working on their marriage. And then I think it's probably even more fleeting for people who are working on their mental health. What does that mean? Mm. So, I'd be interested to hear, I don't know if, what's her name? Shalene? Shalene. Shalene Johnson. Mm-hmm. How did they uh, decide what, what they were measuring? Like, how did, how did they know right. if it was threatening the things that they said we need to protect? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember her saying, I mean, these are like really specific to her situation, but with his Alzheimer's, protecting the relationship is like, we still need to have our date nights. We still need to have Mm. the ability for us to leave the home, go and do something by ourselves. And when he first came into the home, I'm trying, I I wish I could remember Bob. His name's Bob. So uh, it really is Bob. I didn't just make that up. Sounds like I would though. For a while, Bob could be left by himself and they found out ways where they could kind of keep an eye on Bob and they could also like leave the house without being worried about where Bob was at. So their date nights were intact. But then as time moves on, they may have discovered like, man, I can't, I remember her saying like, I can't even curl my hair upstairs without being really worried about Bob. I'm just noticing that this time where I'm spending curling my hair, I'm now wondering 
what's Bob doing? Where is he at? What's going on? I might be constantly checking the cameras. And that's an indicator of, damn, like, I think my mental health might be at stake here. And so there's Mm. all these little tips that they, it just, what I appreciated was they weren't going into it blind and they had the measurements established. And so they were constantly just aware, checking in this anxiety that I Mm. feel is not something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. It's not infinite. It's man, I'm feeling anxiety right now. Is this okay? Did I sign up for this? Can I withstand this? Is there some way that I can change it, make it better? I just really wanted couples to think about this using Shaleen's example, but also just thinking about all the decisions that we make and Mm -hmm. who makes the decisions, the guidelines, and it should be an agreed upon thing. That's where I think couples, when they lock arms, they say, let's do life together. This is one of the things that you're agreeing to do is like, can we endure the suck? And what does the suck look like? And when do we pull the plug? Yeah. 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 No, I think that's absolutely true. I mean, almost, I I tell people in my office all the time, almost nothing you decide matters. There's almost no consequences to, you know, 90% of the decisions you have to make. The, the thing that matters the most is, do you make them together? Do you make those decisions together? Mm. So, I mean, you know, even recently we we're talking about, gosh, I had a conversation earlier this week about whether or not this guy who wanted more novelty in his sex life was allowed to go sleep with other people. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of having to go, uh, you know, this doesn't like there, there's no, there's no right or wrong here. The only thing that matters is do the two of you agree about what's going to happen here? Yeah. You know? And if yeah. she says, yep, then Okay. Then she you says, own nope. it together. And, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so, um, so yeah, I think finding that together, finding that piece that really feels like it is, um, the thing, you know, the thing that we, we decide that we're going to do together for us. The, the other piece of that too is that reminds me of another conversation I had even just yesterday. I was telling this conversation, this, this lady says, it's just weird that you blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was like, you know, by the way, it's not weird cause it's weird. It's weird. It's weird because the two of you don't have an agreement about what is weird or not. It's huh. it's weird because the two of you aren't aligned about what makes sense and what doesn't make sense in your relationship. Uh-huh. It's not weird because it's weird. And so I think maybe what I'm maybe what I'm landing on or near is the idea that if we are going to declare that our mental health is important or our marriage is important, we need a way to measure it for sure. Right. But we also need a, a way to define it or agree about what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I got into a conversation today with, uh, with our mutual friend about who was the greatest <laughs> athlete of all time. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's funny. I like to just troll him because it bugs him when I just, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but basically if the criteria is not clear, then you can have this debate forever. Oh, right. maybe that's what I'll talk to Abby's roommate's parents about. Okay. Who's the greatest athlete of all time? Oh boy. Um, and just see, see that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty anxious about it. I don't really. Are want... you really? <laughs> kind of. I mean, I don't like people or meeting people. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not a good, <laughs> I no. I've actually made it a point. I was at a, a party the other day and I am in a closet introvert and I made a point the other day. How can I put this? I tend to do things that are contrary to what other people are doing to prove a point, maybe just to myself. Like it, nobody's noticing. When I was in college, I noticed that a lot of girls were like, ah, 
all really weird about eating in the like dining hall. And I'd never seen that before. I was like, I grew up in a house and, uh, you know, I, I ate whatever my mom put in front of me and I put mm. on the freshman 15, I think because I was trying to work against what I was seeing sort of the others do. And so I was working against it. I went to this party and I noticed, Hey, there seems to be kind of this group of people and they're not really branching out and talking to other people. And little old Laura, who doesn't want to go and talk to other people because I'm an introvert was like, I'm going to do, con- I'm going to do whatever they're not doing. I'm going to go introduce myself to everybody. And I'm going to be really social. And I'm glad I did because I met some incredible people and I felt really great about it. But, um, geez, maybe I'm stubborn. I don't know. Um, I have another idea of what I want to talk about, but I'm going to save it for the next podcast because okay. um, that sounds really great. That sounds really um, great. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, let's see, there was one more thing I wanted to tell you, uh, but I forget what it is. So maybe I'll save that for the other podcast okay. too. I'm going to plug right. the, the Shaleen show because I do enjoy Shaleen's podcast. If you like, right if you dig Laura's energy and what I like, you're going to like Shaleen. She is a, a rad chick and I think she has some wisdom to throw around. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's it. Uh, um, maybe I'll check it out on my, uh, on my road trip to Texas, Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're driving. <laughs> no, no. All right. Okay. Until it's next time, let's, trip. let's a, land this it's plane. It's a sky trip. Oh, it's a trip. It's a plane. It's a plane trip. Let's land it. Yeah. Adios. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Again, um, check out Shalene Johnson. It's C H Shalene A L E N E. Um, if you listen to podcasts, which I know you do, it's the Shalene Show. You can find that podcast if you're a small business owner. She has a second one as well. Uh, I forget what it's called, but you'll find it. I also wanted to draw your attention back to BetterHelp. What I tend to see is that people take a little bit of a break in the summer from therapy. And if you are starting to experience maybe just going back down into lockdown um, and you're just thinking this time around, like me, I'm going to do it better. I'm going to have my team set up. Go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR and you can find a therapist in your area to work with you virtually, whether it be through text message, over the phone, video conferencing. They're there to support you and they're there to support our listeners. Thanks so much for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.